ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, time, when it's time, I'm gonna grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. getting off the rails maybe set aside about 10 minutes of the show and explain some idp like uh, the trade values we'll just uh you know we'll mix it in we'll dedicate 10 minutes to it and then we'll have a little short video that we can throw up for people to uh, check out again i got i got an idea let's uh we could like do tier comparisons like we can go like you know this tier receivers is what we think in our format could be, you know, you know, equivalent to this tier of linebackers and this tier, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's what people need, right? They need to see these ID, these, you know, these IDPs kind of tiered against, you know, what I mean? these skill guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I mean, that's really how we're living when it comes to drafts, whether you're in offensive leagues, IDP leagues, like it's all about the tiers of, uh, of guys for sure. Yeah, because I feel like, man, I mean, it's just like, okay, for example, and this isn't even involved with our with our trade talks yet, but this is just something that I see a lot in the uh, the fantasy group. It'll be like someone saying, who should I target? Like, I want to, like, <laughs> like, I could get anybody in the league. Like, who should I target? And it's like, it's almost impossible, like, when you're thinking like that, because it's all got to be specific team shit. Like, what <laughs> You just want to get CMC, you know, like super, super bad. But the CMC team is like going for it. Like they, like they only have like two running backs. 
and one of them CMC. Like that person is never coming off of CMC. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come through and give him a running back plus whatever else he needs. That way, that fool can even consider like you know giving up a, a a piece of his top heavy roster. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you gotta be able to come and see. That's the thing is like like for example, when you go shopping around, you gotta you gotta know you gotta figure out these people how they value certain players if you don't know already because like for example if i make a trade with us i already know there's there, there's no um well you want to bring up you want to you want to bring up our trade i mean we yeah, brought it sure. up pretty quickly for yesterday sure. Another- I mean, but for context you got to look at the entirety of my team right and so yeah. it makes sense why i'm doing this type of shit you know what i mean mine too because there's a yeah. lot of these leagues where i am not uh I, i'm not you, you, you're in. Making a decision you made the decision this offseason, like, okay, this year I'm probably not going all the way. So, you know, to be let me let me uh start getting ready to replenish so I can make another run at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what sucks. It's like the first couple of years, you know, I'm right in the mix, but um I know I had Tom Brady like in this league and you know, a few other things. I think Zeke was one of my main running backs. So like that just kind of hurt. So I only have as like my like solid <coughs> running backs that I would start start um Ramondre and uh, and Ken Walker and that's it and so these are guys who you're not really going to get people trading away that often and usually if you're trading them away it's not going to be for like n- no players in the mix <coughs> that's what uh, me and Bogey did so I'm definitely retooling I love in order, in order to buy a player or players with no players in return, just buy, just buying them with picks, you gotta pay up, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it is what it is. I mean, I've I've been on both sides of this type of trade. You know what I mean? Yep. And so it's on the screen right now. So Bogey got <laughs> and Marty said, "LOL, that trade is crazy." And when you look at it in a vacuum, so Bogey's seems pretty good. You know, over here, like we don't know if it's gonna go all the way, but I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be at least a team that wins at least one playoff. No, game. Don't jinx it. Don't don't you do that. <laughs> Hey, that's a that's a that's an opposite jinx, I guess, because I don't change, want change I mean, the subject. I don't even want to review my team no more. Well, look at this. So the first and second, okay, here. If he is a top four team, I mean that it's going to be an um uh, a what, eight or a nine through fucking twelve. Like every single year, I'm always saying like those are the worst like first round picks because you're missing out on like usually most of the top tier offense. The second, t- the second one here, the 2024 second, that's going to be either a dart throw offensive guy or a top tier IDP guy. So really for Stevenson, like you look at this, I'm really only getting one shot at who I think might be um, a, a, a top level ish, you know, a little bit above the mid level offensive guys. But then besides that, the fourth, the fifth. That is, um, I mean, those are just IDP guys, like, right there. Like, I'm not going to really replenish offense unless I get lucky. And, um, and, then and I'm looking at 25 second and a fifth and a seventh. The second, who knows if that's even going to be a solid offensive guy it's, next it's year. The same, it's the same approach as getting the, the, the early and late picks again. You know what I mean? It's You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're – and it's also, too, getting the picks – it's not necessarily like okay, I'm gonna get players with these picks. I, you know what I mean? Having the picks, it just it gives you leverage for trades. What you know what I mean? Like, like I'm probably not trading any of those IDP picks, but the first and seconds, I mean, those are the most valuable like picks. Like everybody yeah. wants those. Exactly. You know what I mean? And like, 
even like I play a very dangerous game myself because I've been trying to get Stevenson or Walker or even Diggs. I just wanted an extra skill piece because when I look at my roster, no, you, know, you know, to compete in these type of leagues, bro, you, you know, you, you really don't want to be weak in any in any position. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and like in my flexes, I don't really like my flexes here. You know what I mean? I don't even really like my third receiver being Ayuk. I got C. I well, it was that I got C. C. D. Jerry Judy Ayuk as my three. Yeah. And then I got J. S. N. Who like I got to wait on. You know what I mean? Because I'm just thinking realistically. I've even been trying to move J. S. N. And bring back a big old haul. Just but you know what I'm saying? Like the hype isn't there. Isn't there anymore? For now, at least. You know, I got to wait till a blurb comes out because I'll be willing to do that too. You know, you know what's fucking crazy about JSN? So <laughs> I see a little blurb on Twitter, and uh, it's pretty well. It's a it's a like a quick like eight second like thing of JSN, and it's pretty much like nobody's playing defense. Like I, I think except like the defensive line, they're kind of going through the motions, and then yeah. it's like one of the coaches. They're pretty much like uh, mimicking <laughs> coverage. So like JSN's trying to get off the line, and the coach is fucking bumping them, you know, with one of the big pad like things. And so yeah. it's him getting bumped like twice and then coming off of it and then making yeah. it. It's, 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 like to simulate, it's probably to simulate the timing and distance of the route. Uh, you know what I mean? Where you're yeah. where, where yeah. going to make your cut and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but so it was a super easy, you know, like, I mean, there's no real you know, to the catch and all that. There's no real skill. He's like literally just wide open in the middle of the field. <laughs> there's some fantasy analyst. It was like, I swear to God, JSN is going to lead the Seahawks in receptions and yards this year. <laughs> I swear to God, that guy is desperate for desperate for any kind of attention. <laughs> you should just message and be like, I'm here for you, bro. Well, I'm I mean, I put a comment. Okay. Like, 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 people, that's all people want is clicks. Yeah. I, like I, put, I just put a comment on there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, is that take based on this video alone? <laughs> and uh, he was like, no, it's not based on this video alone. But he was like, watch, watch. And like, I what don't know. What kind of like, watch? Are we talking could... a Richard Milley watch? Or are we talking <laughs> a Rolex? Or are we talking one of those Timex joints? You know what but I mean? That's how fucking crazy slash goofy some of these people are. Like, could it happen? Like, yeah, I mean, anything could happen, but it would definitely take an injury to DK and or Lockett for him to lead the fucking team in receptions and yards. Like, that don't, that's just probably not going to happen this first year. Um, he's no yeah. JS. I mean, he's no uh, he's no Chase. Like, he's no Jefferson. Okay. Like, I got to see it first. I want to add more context. In league number two, that's the tra- that's the league we made this trade in for everybody that's, that's watching. I want to add some context. Is nobody is trading in this fucking league, bro? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just I'm getting no traction. So, like, you know, I'm just it, it just so happens even with you. Like, I've been going back and forth for a couple weeks. And, you know, I'm trying to do my best Bogard where I'm like, oh, I'll just leave it alone for a couple of days. And I revisited it. And then, like, you know, you're doing your you're doing your best hustler where you just don't budge at all. So I do like, all right, when I come back, I'm going to overpay. It's going to be when I'm ready to do it. And then what, what pushed me over the edge is, like, I'm looking at my team. I got my three receipts. I got, well, first of all, I got my three QBs, right? I got the, the, the Niners with, with uh, Brock and Lance. And hopefully it ain't Darnold because with my luck, you know what I mean? <laughs> then I have Mac Jones, which, you know what I mean, still a little, right? And yeah, then there's Dak, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in for the legend of Stu, right? Yeah, then I got Travis Kelsey, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. 
Uh, 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 Any you have Travis Kelsey, it's like you might you figure out how to go for it, right? Yeah, because you have to now. You know, there's no like carrying Travis Kelsey. Like he's supposed to help you win a championship. You know what I mean, what up, Jerry? What's going on? What up? And then you know what I'm saying. Um, then I got Najee and Mixon as my running backs. They're my only running backs. Of course, I got yeah. legendary Malik Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Told y'all. You know what I mean? But uh. I mean, you know, and then the mixed-in news comes out. And then prior to this, I'm trying like hell to trade for Chase Brown. Yeah. Since the draft happened. It's trying to trade in to get him. Oh, yeah. You weren't able to get him in this one, huh? No. Because – and then I, I forget what my first pick in this draft was. But it was like Drew Sanders because like Chase Brown was already gone. You know what I mean? Did you trade for JSN? No. It took about the 1-8. Okay. Sat there. Okay. You know what I mean? Tried, I, I was trying to buy Cooper Cup with the 1-8. I was trying to, like, no, I was dressing it up. I was trying to do all kinds of shit. And I was like, you know, then the day of the draft comes, I'm like, I'm just going to see. You know what I mean? And then, you know, when it came time to it, like, nobody was, nobody was even active in the chat type of shit. Like, when I was on the clock, and I was like, you know, I'm just taking JSN here. So it was it was still amazing to me that he fell that far. But I guess I, I was the farthest I'd seen him fall. That's why, you know what I mean? That's what is kind of crazy in some of these leagues. And uh, I think this one, the, it, it might just be because so many teams are actually fucking in it. Like, I yeah, think that's a I think there's people. a lot of good built teams. It's, it, yeah, and then the ones that are clearly rebuilding, those are the ones I'm trying to talk to. And then in your in your case, you just you said you wanted to re, that you were going to rebuild because you know you already looked at your team. So I'm like, okay. And then like I know because it's you, I could like initially what I tried to do, I tried to get Diggs, you know, Walker, you know, uh, uh, Logan Wilson, like all in this one big package. Then like. <laughs> All of a sudden, I trade for like Roquan somewhere else, and I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna leave his linebackers alone." And I was like, "Oh, he got Brisker over there," and I was like, "He fucking loves Brisker. He'll make <laughs> me pay all that for Brisker." And I was like, "Okay, we'll leave Brisker alone." <laughs> and I was like, "And then I was really, oh, listen, if you look at it at the history, I sent you the same trade we agreed on. Then like ten minutes later, I was like, let me add Monty Rice or something. Let me just make it feel like." You know, well, it was uh, it was less picks initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you can't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, when yeah, you countered, I, I had to add Monty Rice there though because I knew you were going to. Because you knew I was going to add picks either yeah, way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Before he adds onto it, and I know you don't give a fuck about measly old rice. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, obviously, I know he he's gonna he's gonna be he's a starter and he's a sophomore. Yeah, a, a flex guy for most teams, if not all the teams. But yeah, I got I got depth to uh, to help. Yeah, you do, and and now I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have depth, and I feel okay about the depth. Though, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, my, my team my team up and down is pretty good, but like I just can't. I got to try to stay healthy on offense, and it, and it's still it's still in me to move these Niner QBs as a package if if someone's willing to bite, but. <sighs> But it's funny because the people that don't have that didn't have like a, a second or third QB that was solid, you know, they were up high, so they got Stroud or Richardson or you know what I mean, yeah. Bryce. Like, yeah. What up, Hollywood? What up, homie? What up, Hollywood? Long time. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, and then like, you know, what's crazy is like, see, I'm willing to make any type of trade if I feel it's what my team specific specifically needs you know what i mean yeah yeah and then you know i'm but see and then, then the fun part is that i'm crazy that i might next day not feel the same way but i shouldn't have done that yeah 
<laughs> or like, you know what I mean? It'll be way later and I'll be like, say Monty Rice like might be a guy that I need because of injuries and he's actually viable as fuck. I'll be like, I'm so glad I threw him in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because you know how it goes, bro. Like, you just never know with different injuries, bro. Especially like, you know, like it's like building your team heavy running back. If you build your team heavy linebacker, you better have some fucking some backup linebackers because I'm going five linebackers. If, 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 if one of them gets hurt, it, it fucks it up. I don't like throwing in like some random DL or DT or something, you know, some safety that I'm yeah. open for. You know what I mean? Yeah. But linebackers get hurt the most, in my opinion, not all of them. And then box safeties because they're just in there getting grimy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I, I guess mean, I guess that's for all defense, really. And yeah. Except for corners. Maybe corners don't have it as bad as everybody else. Maybe. I mean, shit, it's just one of those things. Like, everyone's got the same opportunity to get injured and fuck, like, one play. Like, anybody could get injured. I mean, shit, ask Kyler Murray. He just take it. He was he just run into the run into the line from the sideline. <sighs> shit happens like that. What you, what, you, what you about to pull on right now? Uh, about to smoke on some. Actually, I was about to, I, I pulled some out of the pink brunch jar, but how about yeah, I think I was like, what was in that jar? Let's get out. Let's give a shout out to Redwood Cultivation and uh, some of their strawberry mango haze. The shit is super tasty. <laughs> on the screen, been pulling off of this since last week, and uh, man, it is super terpy. It's just, I mean, the smell is on point. The look is on point. It fucking tastes amazing. And so, whenever you guys are in Vegas. If you do go to a dispensary, make sure you look for anything that is powered by Redwood Cultivation because all their shit is fire. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I mean, um, you know, Huss introduced me to dude, uh, the homie Petey. I only met him one time, but you know, I'm a vibes guy and that dude's a vibe, bro. And like, I'm telling you, it sounds crazy, but then, you know, there's a reason why some of this tree, when the tree got, is so good, it's got some love in it, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. Like, to have a, a to have a massive uh, commercial grow up like that and and have, you know, the, the level of, of uh, the level of uh, quality and, uh, and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for, bro? That, like, you know, just super off the chart terps and, and, uh, and, uh, and THC level, they're, they're coming through over there at the Redwood because outside of Cali, you know what I mean? Nobody's really fucking with it, bro. Yeah. And, like, um, I guess compared to, like, some of these grows, I guess they're more of, like, uh, like a mom-and-pop microbrew because, like, I mean, we know some of these, I mean, shit, like, 50 rooms, 100 rooms, you know, shit like that. They have a, they have a couple <laughs> dozen where they're, where they're growing in. And, uh, but man, it is, uh, it's wild. I mean, just going into like their drying room and like, it's crazy because like the shit is like, seems like it's like 50 feet tall, you know, and there's literally buds drying like all the way, way fucking up. And so it's nuts. They got, you know, big ass. It's almost like one of those, they got everything on coat hangers pretty much. And it's like, they got one of those big ass things from the store where you grab like fucking mm-hmm. shirts off of like, you know, 50 foot tall fucking <laughs> Thing. And so it, it's wild. Let me get that. Let me get that one right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I used to be the shit though, huh? Hell yeah. Man, I miss, see, I miss shopping, bro. Yeah. I'm really good at spending the money. Hey, Rick, Ricky told me that. He said, you're not, you're not afraid to, to wager at all because see right here in your chart, money is never an issue for you. Money comes. 
See? Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Even though sure. Jeopardy with fake money, he knows more money is going to come. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck it. We're throwing it up. <laughs> That's strange. Just, thanks for reminding me. I have some super silver haze crossed with Jack Herrera. Mm, that sounds mm. very tasty. I like that. That's not, you know, it's like if they're if like like Jack Herrera and, and Super Silver Haze, they're they're like like they're like old timers in the game, like the OGs, right? Yeah. This is like the Super Saiyan refined version, right? He's like, yeah, he got like the, all the white hair on him. He's like, <laughs> like a grandmaster and shit. <laughs> Master Silver Jack. Supermaster uh -oh. Silver Jack. Uh-oh. Derek said the champ is here. Oh, you mean Mr. Jeopardy? Hello. Yeah, he's the wrong drop. Let's make Derek get crazy in the morning. <laughs> Crispy said, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. Crispy. <laughs> Man, I was watching Grandma's Boy, and it's so funny how stupid it is. <laughs> When yeah. uh, JP walks into the break room, he's like, where's Alex? And uh, did he take the day, day off and die of old age? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> JP is so fucking stupid. And you swear, I mean, how old is JP supposed to be? Like 21? I would assume something like that, right? Because I know he's younger than everybody <laughs> and everybody else besides Alex seems like they're like early 20s. And Alex is supposed to be what, like 36? Yeah. 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 That was funny. I guess I'm just a 36 year old prodigy. <laughs> 36. <laughs> Fucking JP, man. That guy's a savage. Hey, what up? Tomas in Canton. Hey, Tomas. He said, uh, Bogard, uh, he said, down to the garage so he can smoke it up. And he's like, que pasa, amigos? Season's hey. almost back. Hell yeah. Yeah, and hey, Thomas, I, I moved, man. I got a new place. You know yeah. What I mean? So the studio hasn't been set up, but I've been here for almost two months. But, you know, true Bogart fashion, we're setting it up soon. That's what you said. That's what I got to keep saying. That's the next thing you know, I hit them off. This is how you're going to know. is because I'm going to find a picture of me in my old studio. And then you're going to see in the screen, it's going to be me there. But I'm froze. Because I'm going to have that on my green screen. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm going to walk in there like, yeah. And Tomas, I don't know if you like to play in best ball leagues, but um, I'm hosting a big best ball tournament again. We've been drafting since April. We're going to be drafting all the way through the end of August. Each team is $10. Offense plus IDP. <coughs> Shout out to Panama, man. Um, oh, yeah, man. My boy Franco, Big Banco Franco. You know, he's he's Panamanian. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's one of, he's one of my great near and dear brothers. You know what I mean? I always reference him. But uh, he's, you know, he, and you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, uh, he got several businesses, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and one of his businesses that's booming right now is he's moving these CMOS products and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's like all the hype right now, you feel me? Yeah. And like, he's just been booming. He's like, and you know, I'm me, so he cut through and just dropped hella shit off to me for free. Like, hey, bro, you know what I mean? You know, because you, know, you know, if I get into it, I'm gonna like tell everybody about it. He knows how I am. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? See, that's what's funny about me is like, I, no one can never really sell me on something. I really just got to like it. Like, you know, I'd be like, hey, hey, say less. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if I like something, I'll let the world fucking know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit was cool. You know what I'm saying? The only thing was like, those things don't really got too much shelf life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you got to smack those things out. You know what I mean? Well, but, like, crazy is like anything that's like natural <laughs> doesn't have shelf life. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? That's why I would doubt I sometimes he and, it, and he bought a house out here too. Okay. Out in the bay. So like he's he stays predominantly at his house over there. You know what I mean? But he'll come out here down there every other weekend and he just drops some joints off to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's this one, it's like because he has like a honey one. Okay. And he has like a fucking like an elderberry juice one. Yeah. And then he has like this ginger turmeric like type of jello type of shit with all with sea moss, you know, all all this. They all got the sea moss, but that one, the turmeric one is the one. Cause that shit makes me feel like like it's doing something to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it got all the ginger and the turmeric and that shit just like <laughs> no, Vanessa, she had uh, she knew someone in San Diego who they had like a CMOS company and they're at all the yeah. farm markets and all that shit. And hey, but they're making bread, dude, just selling the CMOS too to the people making the products. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, but anyways, he like you know, he got his family in Panama and like that, you know what I mean? That they're getting it from over there type of shit. Yeah. Yeah, to you know, to bring my whole point all the way around. <sighs> Yeah, see what I mean. I don't, it all depends on what you have in it. I just remember they had like this strawberry one, where I mean, yeah, it was just like straight, straight like straight strawberry juice from real strawberries, you know, mixed in with that. Man, that shit was super good. Right. See, I probably avoid like, like, see if I can get something and I want it to be healthy. I don't need it to be disguised with something that tastes good. You know what I mean? That's why I was like gravitating towards the turmeric one because it's like there's no sugar in that shit. You know what I mean? Like. You well, like, the sugar food. was from like yeah, fruit. from natural like, sugar, but still yeah, sugar nonetheless. You know what I, mean? I, I, I think mean, that's, that's one thing that I think we have to like remind everybody: sugar from natural fruits is not natural. Bro, you sugar. Okay, look at this. My son, right? He's on. He's on the uh, the naked juice hype. Okay. And we got the variety one from Costco. Yeah. And so he, you know, he's smacking out all the blueberry ones. The blue machine. That's his joint. And you know, I got to give it to him like half a thing. You know what I'm saying? Because like he'll smack the whole thing out, and then yesterday he's just he's slick. He's asking different 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 foods for it. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And his sister for one. He asked me for one. Then he's like, "Oh, I want to try the mango flavor." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, hell yeah. You know what? I'll drink the other half. I like the mango one, right? I'm waiting for some. Nobody drinks the mango. You know what I'm saying? Except for like me and my oldest, right? But like he liked the mangoes. I'm like, uh, for sure. Then I see him again later. I'm like, he had another one. Fuck you. But I'm like, damn, that's hella. It's like one of those things is like 70 grams of sugar, like 60 grams of sugar. <laughs> we'll see. It's, naked it's, juice, like it's not all one, like 100%, like all fruit and all that shit. Like, no. so that's like, that's different. I mean, if it was like, you know, like if you just yeah, literally like, got the mangoes, put it in a juicer and got yeah. mango juice in the exact same amount, like there's sugar, but no way in hell is it like the exact yeah. same amount that's in a processed, sure. you know, naked juice. I mean, we used to do that too. We buy like them frozen mangoes. And, and real quick, fuck yeah, Derek. He said sea moss. Thank the Dr. Sebi. Shout out to Dr. Sebi. RIP. Yeah. Like, man, it's crazy. Like, I mean, doc, they. Uh, <coughs> there was one thing where Dr. Sebi talks about like uh, how there's only one type of illness, and like the person he was talking to is like, "What?" He was like, "Well, yeah. Think about it. When you're sick, what like you know what is coming up like in your body." And you're like mucus, and like yeah, so everything like when you're sick, it's like affecting the lungs. I mean, like, they they can't even have they don't even have a cure for the common cold. They only have things that aid you through a cold. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, things that assist you to get through yeah. the cold because your body will naturally dispose. You know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, like uh, I don't think I've ever said this, but I was like a sickly ass kid. 
I was a savage. I'm always out there, but I didn't get sick. Like I had walking pneumonia twice. And like, that's how I knew promethazine with codeine was that shit, boy. Yeah. Cause I had, I had walking pneumonia. I was like, hey, and then like, you know, you drink that shit and you just go down, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, you know, and you take the word, take a teaspoon. I mean, then like fucking, uh, when I was in junior, when I, I think I might've been junior high already, it was like sixth grade. Cause that, and, uh, where I was at sixth grade was already junior high. You know what I mean? But okay. I remember walking pneumonia again, bro. Damn. Damn. It was bad. So it's like, I remember the coding like was like tight. You know what I mean? I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. Cause now I'm not going to be all fucked up, but I'm, but if I, if I stay up, then you're high as shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember but, one yeah. I got crazy sick and uh, my sister, I don't know. She was, she's like eight years younger than me. This is like, maybe I'm somewhere in the twenties. And, yeah. and there was just a whole bottle of codeine in Lebanon. Like, it was to her. And I was like, uh, I asked my mom, I was like, uh, this cough syrup uh, in the, uh, <laughs> this cough syrup up here. I was like, I- I'm sick and I need something. I was like, is, uh, is, is sister using that anymore? And she was like, no, I think that's been up there for a few months. So I was you like, pulled up? I'm going to help myself to that. <laughs> and did you just teaspoon it or did you pull up? That's just crazy. I was just drinking it like, right. I like, I was legit sick. Like I was, I was yeah. legit sick. Oh, he sick. was drinking out the bottle, man. <laughs> he was raw dogging it. Yeah, and it was stupid because it was. I got sick and I had some kind of infection or like something, and they gave me like antibiotics, and that shit didn't work. And they were like, "If this doesn't work, that was stupid antibiotics. They don't even necessarily know if it's gonna like cure some shit necessarily." My, and like they're like, "If this doesn't parents, clear right? up in in three to four days, come back." It my got worse. <laughs> and I drank a whole bottle of codeine over two days, and like the shit was like still like. Horrible. <laughs> that I have a, some some kind of infection in a gland in my neck or like some shit like. Oh that. yeah, that motherfucker was swelled up. That's what you need. You know. You know. Th- Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around: a watch she can wear every day for Movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. So my, my girl's parents, right, they used to go to the Philippines six months at a time out of the year, right? But until COVID hit, because, you know, they're all retired. Yes, yes, Barbarian said, I had a dream of an auction dynasty league. Bro, fuck that. Because I've thought about that before. Could you imagine how long an auction dynasty league would go, like with our style of how many players we choose? It would take fucking months. (laughs) Unless there was only, like, an auction for the first, like, three rounds or so, or four, like, five rounds, you know what I mean? And then the rest of That'd be an interesting. Uh, that'd be an interesting thing, huh? Because then the rest could be a slow draft. You have to use, like, you have to use all your. You have to use all your money by like a certain round. Yeah, and, and, then, then, and like then whatever amount money. of picks you use, whatever you know, because sometimes people manage to buy more picks, right? Yeah. You know, then, you would, then you would, you know, it would minus from your rest of your picks. I mean, I mean, it would have to be completely manually done, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if I told you BS, but I always host uh, one auction league. It's, it's not like it's not as dope as yours where it's live, but I always host one auction league per year. It's a 55 buy in. It's the same uh, same style of everything as the dynasty, just with less bench spots. And shout out to the drip extracts. 
and wait, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. It was two, out of IG. two of the dopest brands out there. Yeah, Wafer's oh. official. Go follow them on IG. And uh, that's the uh, that's their cannabis brand. And they're always dropping dope content. As well. <coughs> Hell yeah. Um, how was I going to say? Uh, I'm really yeah, mad. But actually, and I forgot to tell you guys, if you actually get to Vegas in August, you should, we don't know 1 million percent yet, but it's like 99% chance that you will be smoking on wafers and drip extract. So that's just another cool reason why you got to get to Vegas. Like now you actually get to try some of these brands that you may have heard me talking about, you know, for more than a year. That shit's going to be dope. <laughs> Cannot wait. Cannot wait. And uh, what the hell? Oh, okay. So when I posted, um, I posted our, uh, I posted our trade in the, in the Facebook group. Cause I always uh, like to, you know, we like to pull the casuals and see what they think and uh, didn't really get any casuals. <laughs> it was all people like in the leagues, like Dennis was the first one. <laughs> it was like, bogey loves making, loves selling off those picks. Doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, here's the thing though. I've been in every draft this year. Okay. Look at 2021. I'm in Hustle League Seven. That's the one, and, and uh, that was the uh, that was the the most y'all had at the time. It was up to seven, I think, or was it up to? Oh, well, we got through nine in the in the okay, first the first year. Right? But you curved like you were curving all the early. All ones. of them. Okay, <laughs> but I got into one that year. The next and it was year, Stu. It was our man Stu who got you into it. Yeah, shout out to my man Stu. I love <laughs> you, bro. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? You know, I always had great conversations with him. Long, lengthy conversations, too. You know what I mean? You know, he's one of, them, one of them guys. He was a vibe, too. He'll just send you a song he's listening to. You know, yeah. That's what I'm jamming out to. I'm like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Type of shit. But anyways, so like, then the following year, I'm in, I'm in six more. So I'm in a total of seven. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. I win one. I, I, every single one of those teams gets to the playoffs, I win one. Now I'm, I'm just in this thing now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got. I added seven more this year. <laughs> I fucking love all my teams, bro. We're going to fucking war. And like, this, not to get to my point, all those teams last year, I don't think I had, except for out of the ones, some of the or like the, the stew team that I adopted. Uh huh. That's the only team that had picks for real. And then and I had picks, but they're all like sixth or seventh rounds. You know what I mean? Because I just traded all of them. Let's go. <laughs> Whoa, feels good to make it to trades, bro. Get high off the train. <laughs> and so um so one of the guys commented he only plays in the best ball leagues with us uh kevin he goes by picket season and, okay yeah uh, i remember so he he's not he's one of those guys he's not afraid of idp or anything but he was like man he was like aren't those late picks you know like the 57th aren't they just like garbage like waste pick I was like, no, nah, man, not when you play with IDP. And he was like, I play with IDP. And he's like, those picks, like, they're, they're like almost a waste for us. And so I had to think, like, why would those picks be a waste for them? Because they only, they only hold so many, probably. I, I was thinking, like, only this start so many even well, as well. Yeah, I was thinking right off the bat. And I asked him, how many defense do you start and how many total bench picks? How many total bench spots do you have? Because I felt like that was what it was and for sure that's what it was they only start six idp guys one at uh, dl db lb and then three flexes and then they only have 20 bench spots as well boring. <laughs> super boring so 
Yeah, like that's what's crazy. Like I was super excited getting guys like Sidney Brown and Jair Brown and shit in the Fuck sixth. Yeah, round. bro. <laughs> Fucking gra- grabbing uh uh Henry uh, uh, 2020. Yeah, fucking, absolutely. Our man H2O, or fucking goddamn, you know, be uh, oh, you know, you know, who's low key. Remember, we're talking about who the fuck is gonna be their pass rusher, like they're moving Xavier and Collins, yeah, fucking Brandon. Uh, what's his name? BJ, old is it? No, no, his name is Brandon, but, but yeah, the old Jalari, Aziz, yeah. little brother, old Jalari, little brother, old Jalari, little brother, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I'm like, you get hit up as like Murphy. Who's the other guy? Murphy. You never know, right? Like, yeah. you know, Henriksen, you know what I'm saying? And, and fucking That's what it is, though. All dynasty leagues are not created equal, just like all leagues aren't created equal. Because- but but see, here's the thing, though. Is I, what was I saying earlier? People don't really got to sell me on something. If I, I'm going to try it first, I'm willing to pay to play. And if I like it, then I'm going to tell the world about it. I'm in 14 of these motherfuckers. I obviously like these types. <laughs> this is the format, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like, we were just talking about that when I was on with Guccini and uh, Spencer yesterday that, like, it's like it's like you on some real GM shit. Like JD was like, man, I spent this whole offseason getting my IDPs together. You know what I mean? I'm like, there yeah. you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, one, he wasn't. It's not that he never played in IDP leagues before, but he didn't value it like other people were valuing it. Exactly. Then he went and emphasized. He got all these picks when he knew it was not. It wasn't going to go his way because when all the injuries started hitting him early, right? He's yeah. like, okay, boom, start making trades, getting all these picks. And he made use of those picks, whether he was trading them in package deals or even drafting guys. Like, he got some young – like, he got Drew Sanders. That made me high. Like, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck, I didn't get a chance to get near Drew Sanders, bro. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? I was like, it's shit. You know what I mean? And then, like, you know, even, like, in, in, like the Fred Warner thing, I think it was a little homerish, but, he, you know, he traded for, for, for Fred Warner. But it was also amazing that he was able to wiggle a Niner away from Magoobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, I'm – Uncle Buck and I just quit trying to go like, yeah, yeah, fuck, he's a niner, dude. You trying yeah. to then I, then I switch gears, I start trying to get Kelsey. I was like, nah. He's like, well, I'm gonna give you my best player. I was like, bro, you gotta do something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I, I think I was giving him like Adams and like Mike Williams and like a like a shitload of IDPs that he could use, quote unquote. Yeah. Right. I'm like, let's go, bro. What's up, bro? Talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is talking to me, but you know what's funny? I don't know if it's his move or he because he'll message me and shit. He'll just leave my offer up there. And uh <laughs> what do you think? And what do you think? While we're on this, you think it's a good time? We'll uh Yeah, I yeah, I agree shit. All right, so all right, I forgot we're supposed to start with that out the gate. No, no, no. I said we're we're gonna get to it sometime. And uh, okay, everybody. So on uh, on these shows, I mean, we we will be recording like some other segments and things where I'm gonna chop up and we're gonna throw it onto uh, throw it onto YouTube and stuff just as a shorter video. And uh, so we're we're gonna be talking about IDP um, IDP trade values, and uh, it'll be kind of compared to uh, to offensive guys. And we'll try to throw a couple different things in the mix. But we're going to, like, start the show and end the show, quote, unquote. But the live stream isn't stopping. So um, when we when we say peace out, don't get high and leave. This, this, is, how, this is how high as fuck we're going to see y'all get with us in the morning. <laughs> the be like, oh, damn, all right. 
Great show, y'all. <laughs> All right. There we go. We're going uh, 15 seconds here. Oh, I was going to, I thought we were going to count down for five. You can count down. Go ahead. Five, four, three. What up? What up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. We got another IDP. Hold on, hold on. I like how that would kind of sound. That one just kind of came off on the wrong foot. Five, four, three, two, one. What up? What up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. We got another IDP video for you IDP freaks. We're talking IDP trade value compared to offensive players because that is a real real tricky subject when it comes to dynasty when it comes to redraft and we got the host with the most bogey in the house what up what's happening you can't spell idp without uh, (laughs) i (laughs) and i'd like to tell you about idp look at that Look at that, bro. See, I told you I wouldn't fuck the script up. There we go. All right. So here's one of the things that I've noticed in leagues that I play in. I know you've noticed it, Bogey. There's a lot of people out there who get nervous when it comes to trades and, like, when mixing in IDP guys. Like, people will make trades for offense, like, all the time offense for offense. But I feel like IDP is so underrated. And, uh, like, okay. All leagues aren't created equally. We talked about this. If you play in a league where you only start like one, two, or three IDP players, might as well never try to like make a trade with IDP guys because the it, it's they're, they're irrelevant. There's too, they're, they're too, there's too many. There's too many available. So that, you know that there's no reason to. And like I know we're gonna be speaking to a a general audience at the same time. We're trying to get y'all to be some super degenerates like us because we play in you know, leagues with deep rosters. So, you know, these trades, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's two sides of the ball. And in these type of leagues, you know what I mean? Or even just IDP leagues in general, bro. You don't, don't sleep on that other side, you know what I mean? Especially if you're in one, two, three sleeper IDP leagues like us, you know what I mean? Yeah, and if you search IDP one, two, three scoring on YouTube, you'll see the video that I did a couple years ago. We're going to do another one here before the season starts. It's the way to go. When I made that video, Sleeper had not adopted the scoring as their default scoring, but since they have. So if you play on Sleeper, if you don't change any of the IDP scoring around, it's going to be IDP one, two, three. And in in those leagues, I mean, defensive players are scoring a lot. So like the top guys... Last year, Foy Olakun is the top IDP player last year, and he had 384 points. And 384. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, if you're playing in leagues where it's one point for every 25 yards for a QB, you know, just six points per touchdown, just all the normal stuff, one point PPR. I mean, Foy Olakun scored more than Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, uh, Roquan, uh, well, obviously higher than Roquan, Kirk Cousins, CMC, Tyreek Hill. So I'm a, I'm a real fan of bumping up the offensive scoring as well and making it 2.0 PPR and making it QB premium scoring 15 points for every yard. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, obviously six points per touchdown everywhere. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? 
we, we make the interceptions matter too. Minus four points for for a pick. You know what I mean? Because don't have your QB fucking up out there. You know what I mean? Because it's QB premium. There are and we playing only super flex. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean when you when you add all these things up, this is like the ultimate league to play in. You know what I mean? It's the ultimate style. You know what I mean? Like. I was trying to tell Steamboat, bro, hey, because he want to start a dynasty, like, you know what I'm saying? But he's like, oh, you know, let me like 30, 30 rounds. What the fuck is that, bro? <laughs> I'm like, we have like 20 starters and 10 he's minutes. That, yeah. He's that, oh, well, you don't want the bench to be. I said, well, what do you mean? Do you want, there's not even supposed to be a bench, bro. Yeah. And not, I mean, a bench, uh, a waiver. He's like, what about yeah. the waiver? I'm like, there's not even supposed to be a waiver, bro. Fuck it. Yeah. Make it, make it to where the motherfuckers got to. Like, the, the, there is waivers, quote-unquote, but, you know what I mean? It's thin, bro. You know what I mean? You got to trade. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Yeah. And so, okay, we uh, we always draft in tiers. A lot of times maybe we're trading. Like, we give guys value based on tiers. And if we're talking IDP, I mean, the top tier for IDP and IDP 1, 2, 3, I feel like, it, I mean, it's Roquan, it's Foyo, Lacoon, it's Nick Bolton. I just feel like those guys are just the top tier by themselves. Um, I mean, TJ Watt and Michael Parsons might get mixed in there because uh, same reason. Dual mentioned. eligibility. Dual eligibility. Sometimes, you know, people, I mean, they, they'd rather have the positional advantage versus getting the guy that's going to score more points. Because TJ Watt, he does have the ability to be the number <laughs> four in IDP, but he's got to throw down 20 plus sacks like he did in that one year because he's yeah. not really a tackling machine like that. No. <sighs> And guys like Olaku, Roquan, Nick Bolton, I mean, shit, those guys, I mean, if you're just doing regular offensive scoring, I mean, those guys kind of are more valuable than any offensive player except for the top tier of QBs. That That's yeah. what's a little bit and, nuts. And that's why people, they play, they nerf, they go in there and nerf the shit. That's why I'm glad Sleeper made it the default as the one, two, three scoring. Because people, like, when I see people playing in IDP leagues and it's like, Oh, uh, a half point for an assisted tackle, and you know what I mean, like a point for you know what I mean for a, for a solo. Like that shit is whack, bro. Yeah, that's not you know what I mean. That's just pussy shit, bro. Yeah, if a if a wide receiver if they can get two points off of making a ten yard reception, I don't know why. And and you see like these guys receptions like. Most guys, they're making a couple receptions, you know, and then you have the studs. Give them six receptions. Yeah, maybe guys are doing 10-plus receptions in a game. That's Ola Kuhn with the tackles. That's (laughs) fucking Roquan Smith with the tackles. That's Nick Bolton with the tackles. These guys are coming up with double-digit solo tackles, not assisted tackles, you know, solo tackles where they're making the the lone play. And we're just talking LBs right here. Yeah. We're just talking LBs. We haven't even got to talk about safety shit neither because, man, there's – and, and, and we, we haven't even got to the legendary moments that, that make people like us lo- love IDP. I mean, you got years of, of these of these moments. Like, man, like, like Rayshon Jenkins was in, in one of the recent ones I can remember. Yeah. Like, bro, motherfucker had Rayshon Jenkins in, in, in week, was it? It was the Cowboys versus the Jags. Like week 16, 15? 15, I think. Yeah, first week 16. of the club. It was week 16 because I because of, I remember I got knocked down in one of them. And then in the other, oh, no, you're right. It was week 15 because he sent me to the semis in a couple of them. But this motherfucker, Rayshon Jenkins, bruh, you might even be able to look at his shit, but I think he had like, it was like 15 plus solos, right? Then like 10 assisted or maybe even 10 plus assisted. He had the two picks 
I think both of them went to the house or one was like a fumble recovery to the house. It was, he was going crazy, bro. Yeah. But he put up 52 points, bro. That is nuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He won motherfuckers. And we see that from offensive guys, but it's very rare. You know, just, that game is a f- rare, rare, rare game. But those kind of things happen. And so <laughs> I say you got to get in leagues with seven-plus IDP players because, first off, compared to offensive players, every single position on defense gets used. There's not five offensive linemen, you know, that aren't being used. Um, and mm-hmm. All the defensive linemen, they can make plays. <laughs> I think the defensive line guys – are like, I don't know, kind of, it's kind of like the tight ends where they're super top-heavy, so kind of hard to trade, like, DLs unless you have, like, a top guy because there's so many – I mean, if, if you don't have a couple of the top guys, your TJ Watts, your Micah Parsons, your My Miles Garrett, your Nick Bosa's, yeah. you know, those top, top-tier DLs, nobody Brad wants Burns, them. <laughs> Quinton Williams. Yeah, nobody wants them. So those guys are, like, almost impossible – to trade unless you start multiple defensive linemen and like you have like deep benches, but linebackers, those are going to be the guys who I feel like in a redraft season, you could probably swoop on a couple IDP linebackers who either crack your lineup and are better than guys you drafted. And then you trade maybe guys who have more name value, you know, away, or you package up a couple of these guys who you pick up off the waivers and then maybe trade them away for one offensive guy because most of these most people don't really know how to value IDP, and it's almost like you have to over you have to overpay a little bit with IDP players to get like similar value on offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, look at this. You know, what I'm saying going back to like the dynasty formats. You know, what I mean, like like I traded Cam Akers straight up for Quay Walker. You yeah, know what I mean, like to bring back Quay Walker. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, he's a sophomore linebacker. You know what I'm saying? He's already, what, sniffed like 70 solos or something like that last season. This is like, this is the recipe yeah. right here. He's on the way. Then just for for just for dynasty purposes, period, like running backs to me, I have our lowest on the totem pole as far as shelf life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was a flip for me. You know what I mean? Cam like, Akers like, going into his third year. He's been injured and he's had drama. Like, I mean, there's no guarantee <laughs> And he's going to be in the league for three. But also, you could remove all of that and say, and, and be like Cam Akers is a shit. But like, he's still a running back. You know what I mean? Like, you feel me? Like, like, I think that's where people, just in general, they're going to look at the skill position and value it more, no matter what, until they're aware of the scoring. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, we're, we're speaking to the ones that are playing in one, two, three predominantly. You know what I mean? Because one, two, three is like that's where it's at, bro. That's where it's like you got Ola Cool putting up three eighty four. That's crazy, bro. There's a lot of whack scoring systems out there that I've that I've came across, and I don't even try to get anybody to like change. You know, whatever. Like people are stuck in their ways with like the scoring systems, but always look at the scoring. I see such stupid scoring systems out there. And uh, just be on the lookout because it's just like offense. If you don't know the scoring and you're just out there drafting willy-nilly based on other leagues, you know, that you're in, you might not be a good experience. So, I mean, that's really one of the reasons why I feel a lot of people, like, got turned off to IDP. Not playing enough players. So, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like anybody could just pick up anybody, you know, every single week. So, like, they have no relevance in the league. You know, pickers might be more relevant. (laughs) 
because it's harder you know, for, to grab the top couple or whatever. And then the other one is the scoring system. If the scoring system doesn't make fucking sense and you don't understand how it works and you're just drafting based on players that you think are good in the NFL, I'm sure it translates a little bit, but you got to know exactly what you're fucking, you know, targeting. IDP, yeah. one, two, three, um, big plays matter, you know, sacks are six, interceptions are six, touchdowns are six, um, big plays like that. You know, All matter. about the tackles. Solo tackle is two points. Like, so that is, you know, guys can rack certain guys, 10 plus tackles, 20 combined tackles in a game. Those guys are like unicorns. On a regular basis, on a week to week basis. Like, you know, we love, like, that's why we love the, like, the, the guys who are no names to like, you know, regular fantasy enthusiasts like Quincy Williams or fucking Pete Warner. Or fucking, you know what I mean? Like, help me out here. I'm talking to these, these middle tier guys that know, you know what I mean? Fuck, I mean, uh, yeah. Drew Tranquil. I mean, last Tranquil. Even but. Willie Gay. <laughs> Gay low key, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Ernest Jones is another one of those guys that's low key. I mean, shit, know? how about TJ Edwards? How many casual TJ fans fucking know Edwards. TJ Edwards is? Or Frankie even Tremaine, even, I guess people might know a little more about Tremaine Edmonds. But, or even like Bobby Okariki, guys like that, like. You know it takes saying? years before some certain IDP guys get put on the map. Like, how many people honestly? Olukun. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking what is he, 29? Yeah, 28. 28. <laughs> Shit. I he's mean, CJ Mosley been in the game forever. Even people still sleep on CJ Mosley. Yeah. People know Bobby Wagner's dope. I think that's one of those, they did, but they just know he's old. You but see, I mean? it's like you win a couple of Super Bowls. It's like that's when, you know, like Von Miller. Like, did anybody know the fuck Von Miller was before? You know, he's a Super Bowl MVP, and now he's just like a household name. Yeah, and he's not necessarily like, was that like the IDP, like shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And shout out, shout out to Yaku Mania. What up, bro? He said, seriously, want to say thank you all for showing love and support. Very much appreciated. I've been keeping up. Uh, for his kids, take it takes a village for sure, bro, man. Yeah, hell yeah, man. And you know what I'm saying? And, and hope uh, speedy recovery to your wife, man. And uh, did, did, did she already get the procedure done? Because my, my girl, she she got it done and she's home now. But it is, and it's still rough because like, like right now they're sleeping and all, all the kids are asleep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hell yeah, trying to smoke up as much as I can before I get tagged in because she's, she, you know, she can't do anything for like two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, you know what I mean? And see right here. Okay, so Kidda, what up, Kidda? And here's uh, not necessarily a trade question, but just a startup question. Would you draft Bolton or would you trade? Okay, this is a trade question. Would you trade Bolton for Olave? So, like, see, that's what's kind of crazy, right? Because Nick Bolton, I mean, shit, he's going into okay. like his third year, like right now. And like, he's he already like, third, yeah. looked at as like a top three. Like asset for IDP and like is Olave ever gonna crack a top three asset for offense, a top three asset as a wide I was gonna say, like, I think I he could get WR one. Like yeah. like I think but I mean WR one as in like top twelve, top 12. But not yeah. not one overall or, or, or top three. Like I, I just don't maybe not this year. Like see what Bolton too, like that's the thing is like like okay, Bolton, I think his situation is pretty set in stone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like hey, Olave. I, I think maybe even, you know, a couple years from now, we might have to worry about what the QB situation might look like or like, you know what I mean? Or um, or even uh, the year one, if Michael Thomas actually plays, like that's going to be annoying too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because, you know, 
as much as Derek Carr likes to go down the field, because he did, he showed that with Adams last year. Like when he has a weapon that can go downfield, they'll, 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 you know, he'll go down. But, but the majority of his career is going short. You know what I mean? So it's like if Michael Thomas is healthy, that could take away from all. I'm just looking at immediate impact, right? Because I think Nick Bone for years is going to be that. Yeah. And there's always two sides to every trade. Like, would I trade away Olave to receive Nick Bolton? So if I have Olave, I'm trying to get Nick Bolton plus. You know, like, I mean, because mm-hmm. if the person really wants Olave, Olave just has more, I, I would say he just has more value based on the name, based yeah. on how. And, and skill position players are, oh, you got to understand that they're always going to be more value, value that higher anyway. Yeah. You know, a lot of times IDPs are going to get looked at as throw-ins. You know what I mean? But like, and that's slick too. If you can get, you know, I would want a receiver and Nick Bolton, right? You know I mean? yeah, like, see exactly. what kind of receiver. And, and I'm not, and I'm not gonna get greedy and be like, okay, well, oh, he got Cooper Cup over there, you know. What and I mean? if like, I'm on the other side, if I'm trying to acquire Olave, I mean, we have to expect the Olave person not to do it straight up. I wouldn't want to throw in a player. Maybe I'm throwing in a pick, you know, a fourth rounder, a third rounder, someone who might be a top tier, you know, IDP guy, you know, for them mm-hmm. or a low or a, a mid-level, you know, offensive per, uh, player. So yeah. that, but we just got to go back to looking at what they need. I'm always yeah. going to go back to looking at what they need. Like say like, Oh, he needs a safety too. And I got a safety to spare. I'll throw in a safety in the mix too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, see, that's another thing too. Is like when you look at these people, they're so scared to move their their, their offensive players, but then they're also not. They're also never trying to beef up their IDPs. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot. I see a lot of those trades. Like that's why I'm always like, okay, what can? Especially when people they they look at those IDPs as as throw-ins. Like if someone's coming at me for something, I mean, I'd be like, I do this, but let me see what else he got. And then like, you know what I mean? You, I always go straight to the IDPs because sometimes they'll be like, oh, that's all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you're just sleeping on it. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. How many times I get like a Frankie Louvre in this offseason, right? Not not from the yeah. Peacock. Not the Peacock one is different, but like, I think it was like the Dallas Queen. He like, he wanted something from me. I, I think I sent, I forget what I sent them, bro, but like, I was like, you know, throwing Frankie Louvre and Josie Jewel. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, done. I was like, yes. People get so enamored with the offensive pieces that's, you know, Let's throw in the IDPs to make it happen. But, yeah, you got to be a little bit smarter than that. It's all about trade values all around. And uh, for everyone watching live, just hang out. We're not leaving. And uh, But, yeah, for everyone who is watching this on uh, on the replay, make sure you go subscribe to Fantasy Football Hustler Podcast. Go to FantasyFootballHustler.com, and you can get to literally everywhere that you can find us. And uh, go join our Facebook group. we got, like, 90,000 strong over there. And – if you want to join some of these leagues that we're talking about, make sure you go you join our crew at 420crew.org. And don't just take our word for it. Check out Jordan Battle and uh, IDP Rookie, if you guys don't know, for the Bengals, who's about to be a beast and a potential starter this year. What's up, guys? I'd like to shout out Alex Fantasy Football Hustler and the 420 Crew. I'd also like to let you guys know that defensive players matter too. So get into the IDP league with the hustlers so you can drive players like myself. Let them know, man. Defensive players matter, man. And we make plays just as much as the offense. Hell yeah, because every single play, there's an offensive play and a defensive play unless there's a touchdown. That's the only time we don't see a defensive play. All right. We're going to get up out of here. For everyone watching live, just stay around. (laughs) But uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you guys.
rocking with us on the replay. If you're new to the channel, make sure you subscribe. If you're not watching this on YouTube, go subscribe on YouTube at FF Hustler 420. We'll see you for the next IDP video. Peace out. There you go. And we uh, that that's crazy. If fin we finished that, uh, we've been one hour and four minutes and twenty seconds into the show when that ended. <laughs> he was trying to hurry it up. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, as soon as, as soon as I said peace out, I just looked at the time and I was like, oh shit! All is right in the universe. Let's smoke. always. <laughs> And uh, good, nobody jumped off. I didn't see the number of people jump down. I've got to tell people, got to tell the stoners two and three times, don't peace out. Yo, you know what I mean? You got to love the stoners, bro. And Yuck said, uh, best leagues, 420 crew. Hell yeah, bro. You already know. And uh, <clears throat> like all of these leagues that, uh, that I created and stuff, especially like the Hustler Dynasties and like just the scoring format and everything, like this is like years and years of like changing things around and tweaking like the home league, you know, to get it to this format. Magoobs, what up, bro? What up, Magoobs? And hey, you me know, and me and Magoobs, been, how many trades? We must have made like eight trades in the last two weeks. Man, Magoobs is on it, man. He must have made like 15 trades in the last two weeks. Compared <laughs> with hella food. You know what I mean? He's on it. Yeah, I might have made like a dozen myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I made like I might maybe even more just in the in that league 14. Cause you know what's crazy is that we were actually talking about this yesterday, me, Spencer, and JD, because it's like Magoobs keeps it lit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Uncle Buck, I'm glad he put he popped his head back out. Cause you know, Uncle Buck, he talked like he talked big shit and he liked to make moves too. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like and then like, you know, like Bernie Mac, he gets down, he he loves to make moves, you know what I mean? Titans, obviously. That's what? King yeah. King move maker. That, that league is fun. Yeah. I was telling Candlestick, I was like, Brad, and he's like, oh, I like my team over there. I'm like, hey, you do got a pretty solid team. <laughs> you, just had a, you know what I mean? I was like, yo, you know what I mean? I'm like, what's up? So with Gary Wilson, he's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what about him? Like, ah. He's like, ah, it'll never happen. That shit is hilarious. And uh, so one of the things that I'm really trying to change around, I really want to start this movement around like fuck the tight end spot because like that was one of the things it took years and years for me to like actually change it. And there was, so, cause there was so much backlash in like, you know, the home league where like nobody wants to do this shit. So one of the things that I noticed is like the guys who are winning the championship, like, I mean, let's say like 80% of the time, it seemed like even more, like they had the top tier, yeah, like tight end. the top, top tier of tight end on their squad. And it was that positional advantage that made so much of a difference that it literally like changed the league, you know? And like, I made sure to just draft the top tier tight ends, you know, and make sure. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Cause you, you know, you draft the top tier tight yeah, end. You almost, when you have a tight end spot that you in redraft, I almost like make it priority to try to get, Kelsey, and then if I don't, I just fucking wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And seeing, like, that's what's crazy, though. So I really because like... You have a tight end spot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I really like saying, fuck the tight end spot altogether. Changing it to a flex spot and then making it tight end premium where the tight end score more per reception. So it still make, it makes a guy like Kelsey, like, 
just as valuable, even with no tight end spot, if not more valuable, because now you got the tight end premium there. And then it also makes like these guys who are like shit tight ends, you know, it, it almost makes them wide receiver three, four, you know, kind of comparison. And so it, it's just more options for playing guys, but also more, uh, more options for draft strategy. You don't want a tight end now. Now you don't have to get it in a lot of these leagues. It is like what Bogey said. You're either kind of dra- going after the top guys or, you know, maybe you just punt the position altogether. And this, you could literally punt the position altogether. You don't even have to drop the tight end. You it's know, I ain't going to lie. A lot of the times I've won in the past couple of years, it's been like um, like targeting the mid-range tight ends. You know what I mean? The, the ones that I think that have been right? Yeah, like, so, like, I had, a, like, a lot of Dalton Schultz last year, and then, like, I had Dalton Schultz. I had a lot of Dalton Schultz commit, and which was crazy is because when Dalton Schultz was out for those five weeks, commit, like, got kind of on, on a little roll there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then I got Schultz back, and he killed it in the playoffs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, like, a lot of my Schultz teams won last year because, like, like you know, that Thursday nighter, you know what's so crazy is, like, remember that Tennessee Titans-Cowboys uh, game? Where they didn't play Henry. That was the, the championship week to start off on a Thursday night. Right. And goddamn, um, I had Schultz everywhere. And what's crazy about it is like Schultz throws up two tugs and whatever. And, it, and I remember in one of the teams I was playing against, he drastically changed his lineup, like just fucking with his shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because he was down like, you know, 25 or whatever to a tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah. He started trying to play more upside guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But, like, yeah, but and I think that contributed to me winning. You know what I mean? Hey, it happens. Sometimes you shoot for the stars and miss. Yeah, shit, land on the moon. It don't mean no championship, though, right? What is it? Yeah. Shoot for the stars and land on the moon. Like, uh, sounds, yeah. sounds like participation awards. Yeah, for me, it was always uh, shoot for the stars, and even if you miss, your heads are in the clouds. See, here's my thing, bro. I'm shooting for the stars, and if I don't get that, bro, I'm in mean, the Send me to the the darkest abyss of space. <laughs> you know, I don't deserve it. I'm going for the star. I'm going for the glory. Man, what other IDP videos besides rankings do we got to put out? Because man, I really, I, I really want to start recording more IDP. Oh, uh, uh, like kind of like um, uh, 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 you know, like kind of like a my guy. Like this, 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 you know, what I'm saying this is who I'm fucking with. Okay, IDP my guy. That's good. Type of shit, you know what I mean? Like, I fuck with yeah. Brad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's certain guys, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm. Because everybody wants to fuck with Bolton, Olakun, and Roquan. Like, I mean, those are, everybody's my guy. If you That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but then there's. Ooh, yes, okay, coaches and systems. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good one. Because, those, like, okay, like, for example, there's differences why that the three of them are, are at the top, right? But Nick Bolton being the, you know what I'm saying, the, I want to point him out because his offense is always going to be running it up. Yeah. So it's like his solo tackles, they come early on in the game when the game's still even kill or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, and then like he's the type he gets behind the line of scrimmage too, you know what I mean? Because they're playing with leads. Yeah. So it's like these, these QBs that they're playing against are dropping back, you know what I mean? Ooh, this is a good one. Office said IDP positions win now versus win later. There you go. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. 
For sure. Because, like, I mean, <laughs> the win I'll now guys, I mean, the I would say the best win now guy that you could draft is Bobby Wagner. But he's like 33 here. Like, yeah, CJ Mosley. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I mean, I mean, all the all the guys right now, all the hot linebackers, majority of them right now are like, you know, between 25 and 20. I'd say, but between, uh, I'd say between uh, 20, 23 and 27. Crispy's fucking goofy. He said, I love tight ends. And he said, oops, wrong page. Sorry. Oh shit, that's funny. Okay, BS Barbarian said effectiveness against different offensive systems. Okay. And see, like one thing, one thing that kind of sucks. Yeah, I got there's, one really, too. there's really no advanced analytics for like IDP. You know, nothing. Like, I mean, there's there, just, there is, but not for IDP. There's just advanced analytics for like you that's know, what for, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah, like if you go on pro football focus, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, or even pro football reference, you know, you'll find the individual stats and percentages and whatnot for, for players but yeah but not none for idp i mean for, for fantasy like there's no like like yards per carry or like you know like for, like for a linebacker like you know tackles per drop back or per rush attempt or you know what i mean like you know there's no it hasn't been created so maybe there's that it's, like it's literally like us i feel like I yeah like matt Mary, matt Harmon, he came out with reception perception and then here's clock clock goes he's like hmm he's like I want to do one like that, but for running back. And I'm right. like, Ooh. But then I started thinking, I was like, there's kind of a guy who kind of did that already. His name was like Warren Sharp, I think, if I remember okay. correctly. And yeah. I used to fuck with his shit like back in like 2015 or 16, whatever it was. I used to look on his site because he had like true yards per carry. He had like all these different, you know, yards created. You know what I mean? Not not just like your your traditional yards after contact. and yard, You know what I mean? There was... You know, there's always going to be people who make the advanced analytics. It's just it's not popular yet. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah. Like, like, okay, if you'd have to watch film and figure it out, you'd have a specialty. And I mean, I, I guess like, you know, we watch so much football already that even like like I don't go back and like watch every single game. Like you know, the slow condensed breakdown. I've been watching these. I've been watching these these offensive systems for so long. Cause I only played that side of fantasy for so long and following these different coordinators that like, you know, it's easy to, to it's easy for me to diagnose what players to start or not on deep uh, my IDPs. For example, like if I got a linebacker and he's on a defense that's playing against a Shanahan offense or all yeah. the Shanahan alikes, bro, those linebackers are going to eat. Yeah. Because the Shanahan offense is going to run regardless. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if they're not, if they're not down two scores, they're going to run like shit. Bro, like, you know where you know where I feel like because because I don't even think it's like literally like that like effectiveness against like certain offensive systems because I feel like linebackers and like safeties like they kind of work the same like yep. no matter what you know so it's really just like you said is the team gonna throw more or run more you know that's exactly. where it comes in. and that's the oh, easiest way to hold, 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 let me get my thoughts I'm high yeah, it's the defensive lineman though like defensive lineman versus O line schemes like I feel like that is probably like one of the places. Yep. Where like we could really like yeah. diagnose. You, you want to know what the stat for the, what the, the the stat for that is called? It's called uh, DVOA. What's that stand it, for? I think if, if I remember correctly, it's defense versus uh, offense uh, adjustments. Okay. Yeah, DVOA. Okay. So it's like so it's like um, and I remember I used to this is where I noticed because I used to look at this shit when I used to play hella DraftKings because they give you team defenses in there. So right. I always look up yeah. okay. Who has who has the uh, 
who has the highest and lowest DVOA, right? So it'd be like, oh, okay, um, the Eagles front versus the Bengals. I'm like, oh, I'm playing the Eagles. You know what I mean? And then like the Eagles might be cheap that week. So, you know what I mean? For those that know about daily. But like, that's how I used to assess that shit. And it's okay. the same way, like, if you're starting a defensive end, right, in fantasy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you almost want to look at the game script. Like, okay, I think they're going to be winning this game. The, right. the, the, the defensive end that I have, I think that team will be winning. So he'll be able to tee off. Yeah. You have a higher probability of him landing the low probability sack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, otherwise, I'm not even starting a defensive end. And like you said, if you, if, you know, if you're starting like a D tackle or like, you know what I mean? Or a fucking, um, or just, a, you know, D line in general, right? You, you definitely want to look at the offensive line. You know what I mean? And yeah. that that's easy to find too. That's yeah, easy what matchups are people going to be going against? Because you you look um, like a guy like Aiden Hutchinson, for example, I think he only had three games where he like really, really balled the fuck out. You know, outside of that, he had like good games here and there. But, you know, the three sack game that he had, like, I can't even remember who it was. I mean, let's go was see. It, uh, was it uh, against Fields? Because I feel like Fields like was taking hella sacks to the ass last year. <laughs> let's see. And that's another thing, too. It'd be like, like, oh, like it was, last year. It was, it was like, Washington. It was Washington. It was okay. early. Taking I mean, Washington they have a good left tackle at all? I mean, I'm assuming not, right? They have they have Brandon Sherry. Uh, no, they, he was gone now. He was gone yeah. now because the year before that he was there. No, no, no. no. Well, hold on. Was it the, was yeah, it the left tackle? Because he went over to the Jags. Yeah, I can't remember if he was their left tackle or not. Because Washington, they always had a good left tackle, but then we poached him. You know, right. with uh, Williams. Yeah. You know and uh, Marty has a question. Would you trade Higgins and McLaurin for Jamar Chase, or is that dumb? Not super deep at wide receiver, uh, but wouldn't have any. Yeah, I would do it. If I needed it, like just for the just in the vacuum, if I needed the receivers, I would do it because I'm going down to Higgins. So I still have my piece of my connection to Burrow, and Higgins is a bad motherfucker. You know what I mean? And yeah. then, like, I think McLaurin is just had the one down season that was like McLaurin was a thousand yard receiver, like down there every year until fucking, you know, the last few because of the QB situations. And, like, I think with Eric being me there and, and the way they're going to enforce the run game, I think, like, he's going to be a solid, you know, high-end uh, WR3. But if he starts getting the touchdowns to and go along. has been a 1,000-yard receiver every year except for his rookie. Damn, he has, except for last year. Okay. No, 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 except for his rookie year. Oh, except for his rookie year. Okay, damn. See, see so I'm, 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 I don't, I don't, I think people are just, they were spoiled on him. And then uh, it, 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 on a per-game basis, it was shitty last year. I'm okay with that trade, bro. That's what's crazy is because, like, he did. I want more, though. Exact, if I have Chase, I still want 21 to 22. Chase. Exact same amount of receptions. Exact same amount of TDs. More yards. <laughs> wow. Like, every, like it's almost everything was better. But it's also, like I said, like, a 1,000-yard receiver isn't super special anymore. No. He got to get the tugs to get him up there to be. Uh, how about this, too? Because of the name value of Chase. I'm good. I want to ask for like a pick, some picks too. Maybe I maybe I go. I look at the IDPs. You know, beat those. Yeah, I mean, those. whoever. If if you're getting Chase, I mean, obviously you're trying to give up as least as possible. But if you're giving up Chase, you're trying to get as much as possible, like Higgins, McLaurin, plus plus more. You know, so, I mean, it's Chase yeah. here. I mean, we're talking top two dynasty wide receiver. Yeah, I see what kind. Like I. And, and I, even the non the non so greedy approach is just like look at one of his top tier IDPs that I might need and like yeah, throw that in there we have a deal. 
Yeah. And Bake said, what up with Chuck Clark? You think he tore his ACL? <laughs> I think because it didn't say that right away, I'm going to say no. But, um, see, I mean, I I don't know. Gonna, that's what's crazy. I, I think he's not even good anyway. I, I didn't think he was good anyway. I think he was going to be interesting in this system with uh, Robert Sala. That, after that, my, that's, that's as far as my intrigue went. You know what I mean? Now he's hurt. I don't give a fuck. Well, now it's just like getting the bat. Like, now it's like Adrian Amos, you know, if – uh at least he's just next man up to where now people are going to get him for IDP league. And Adrian, you know, Adrian Amos, very savvy veteran. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just Okay, you know, we had a discussion about this, and I was kind of going back and forth with someone on Facebook because someone's like, oh, yeah, Adrian Amos, he's fucking great. And I was like, how is someone who, like, barely finished as a low-end DB2, like, great? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, you know, me to preface, I'm talking about, like, reality. You know, he's a journeyman. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, he's not a Micah really High Jordan Poyer journeyman. Jordan Poyer is not a journeyman, but, you know, like Micah Hyde, I should say, because Micah Hyde's been, been around, you know what I mean? Would he be considered a journeyman? He only played for the Packers. Played for the Bears, too. <laughs> okay. I would consider a journeyman when he's on your, on your third team, right? Or maybe does he need to be five? Like veterans, like four. When you're when you're five years in, you're a veteran. So maybe journey, journeyman, five teams. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because you know Ryan Fitzmagic and, and uh, Josh McCall, the, the guys like that, they just set the bar high. Like, yeah, seventeen teams, journeyman. And see, like guys like that. If we're in our dynasty leagues, I mean, of course, guys like that are going to be relevant and stuff. But shit, I don't even know where Adrian Amos has been being drafted. And hey, going back to the chase thing, too, I want to pick, too. Like, you got I think a first round is, like, is, is automatically can be considered to throw in there. You know, you're shite, yeah. right? Higgins yeah. versus McLaurin. I don't think that's get chase, man. It's to get chase. Yeah. What's Higgins? Higgins is a third or fourth rounder. McLaurin's, like, fifth, sixth rounder. You know? I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't trade a first or second rounder for a third and a sixth, you know, like it would, it would probably be third and a six plus something else, you know, because why wouldn't you want the top tier guy who like has potential to get even higher? And the know? only reason I even consider this trade to begin with, it, honestly, is because I'm getting Higgins and I'm, you know what I mean? Because Higgins, there is, you know. There, fuck, there is a, what if he doesn't stay with the Bengals or some shit like that happens? I mean, thing that kind of sucks. I, I, I doubt that. I really, I really hope that they fucking keep it. I, I heard there was a deal on. I heard there was a deal on the table for Burrow already. It was an extension that would have made him like maybe like you know around like the third highest right now. Okay, and he's like nah, because you know what I'm saying. I think he want to get his guys taken care of too. I mean, it's it's crazy. He's loyalty by default, but that's the Sagittarius thing, bro. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. one. I know it. And he, he's one. I know it. Telling. And I think, I mean, and seeing really what it is, is like, you just got to stay healthy, right? Because like when you, when you don't, and, like Chase is probably like, going to get stay healthy or good. And Chase probably gets squeezed out all the way to the fifth year of his contract. Like they're going to pick up his fifth year option. That's just what they're going to do. They're going to make him earn that big, big, big bucks. You know what I mean? That's kind of the way that it like has to be, right? If you got like Unless so many he catches the injury. If he yeah. catches like one of them injuries and he misses like, again, because he's already yeah. got an injury, then, then, then that extension starts sounding juicy. Yeah. But yeah, you know what? You know what I mean? I mean that's I mean see Higgins, he's doing it the right way. He wants his he wants to play it out and then then you know demand the the deal, you know what I mean? 
Scott's or like healthy, right? Scott is stay healthy. That, that, that's his problem too. That's why that extension might be sounding good. Like he might be midseason. He's like, hey, you know what? I mean, that's everyone's problem. Like, fuck. Like, I mean, shit. Like, even a guy like Joe Burrow. Like, I mean, look, I you look, know, look at the money. What, what, where did they spend money this offseason? Left tackle. Right? Real <laughs> Burrow. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Because that's the motherfucker that's really, you know what Don't I mean? Don't let that motherfucker get hurt. Like, yeah, just build build the line around him. Hey, he, hey he's just taking sacks to the ass motherfucker, too, his entire career because that line. Because that line fucking sucked. And, you know, like, I mean, who would they? Uh, they brought in Kappa last year. And they brought Penny in. Uh, Suwell, right? Panay Sewell. That was the guy who was like, everyone's yeah. like, oh, they should draft him. But then they go chase. Now we got Jared Goffel. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. playing, like you know, playing like you know some of his best football. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's uh, he's standing upright for a lot of it. <laughs> right? Fucking goffle. <laughs> and what up, man? Canada Marty in the house. What up, fellas? Question: I got first in the Superflex Dynasty. Would you would you go Mahomes or Hurts? Go Mahomes, man. Mahomes. He's tier one for me all by himself, and I know I may get slack for it. And then it goes Burrow, Hurts, and Allen for me in, like, the second tier. I just feel like, look at what Mahomes has done. I'll put, I'll put Burrow in Mahomes' tier. I know. Yeah, you said that. And uh, I'm not mad at like, it. I mean, I'm not mad at it. He can throw, like, 50 tugs, bro. Yeah. I see him throw 60 in the college. Let's go. Yeah. Like, man, could this be the year that Burrow flirts with 5,050 tugs? Like, let's see I, it. I think I, I don't, maybe not even 5,000 because he's too efficient and they're going to run, a, 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 you know, a decent amount, too. But, like, I think the 50 tugs and, like, maybe get him up to, like, 600 attempts and and keep that same Sagittarius efficiency that he has. Because what did he throw for last year? How many attempts did he throw for? 606. 606, right? So if we could keep him at 600, if, if that's a floor even, you know what I mean? Because also we got to remember that defense, too. The defense. Hold on. Hold on real quick because this is one thing. Like, he's having to get rid of the ball hella early. These last couple years, because he so has he's no running hella plays. Now he's gonna have a little bit more time, man. What if we see that deep ball unleashed a little bit more than in the past? And it could work like in Mahomes' effect, right? Because Mahomes could go down the field, you know, three plays, seventy yards, easy. Like you know what I mean? So, so yeah. you're right. I mean, he could threaten five thousand here. I mean, we've seen Burrow have those he's been right around forty five hundred. Been right around. Mm-hmm. He had forty six lot uh, two years ago, forty five last year. So been right yeah. around forty five. Yeah, exactly. See, so that's where I'm. That's where I'm putting him at. I just think the touchdowns is gonna go crazier, bro. I mean, you know? he's uh, lot, two years ago, thirty-four. This past year, thirty-five through the air. Let's uh, go. We're yeah, giving him forty. Forty-five, baby. Forty-five to fifty, baby. Let's go. <laughs> we throw that thing. But yeah, I'm going Mahomes though, and I'm not even thinking twice about it. I mean, look at what Mahomes is doing with like no weapons outside of Kelsey. Yeah, I'm not taking. Listen, I'm not taking Burrow over Mahomes, but I put him in in that tier. Like, like if you don't get Mahomes, I'm happy as fuck to get Burrow. Like, it's the weapons, bro. And Mahomes then, is gonna outlast. He's probably gonna outlast that dynasty league. Like, still being you know the top tier QB. I don't know how you know how who's in that league. Oh, yeah, he's one overall. He's one overall. Oh, he's taking Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. No doubt. I thought we were yeah. still talking about the tier thing. No. 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 I yeah. Got excited. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Joe, Mighty Joe. Marty said, I got offered Stefan Diggs, Bryce Young, and a 24 first. He said, mid most likely for Mahomes. Thoughts? No, not just. So, I'm, I'm not trading away Mahomes. I'm, I'm so mad I saw fucking uh, Magoo's trade. Who traded away Mahomes in League 14? I was bad. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. 
I would have gave him Josh Allen to have a Burrow fucking uh, a Burrow Mahomes. I mean, that's what's crazy. If I knew that the price for Mahomes wasn't because you know I I'm pretty sure I paid more for Herbert in a separate league. You yeah, know? And, and you need QBs in that league, and it's like you know what I mean. Like no one would ever think that someone would move Mahomes to even send the offer. But of course, Bernie Mac was. You know what I mean? Bernie's back smart like that. Yeah. And listen, I, before I traded for Josh Allen, I was trying to trade for Mahomes. I was trying to send him Lance. I was like, come on, bro, you're a Niner. Let's go. I mean, here's the thing that you guys got to remember. Like, if you're selling off a big player, you should really, like, make that known in the fucking, in the chat somehow, you know? I mean, I know that it could turn off the buyer, you know? But this is just good business. You know, if someone's on the trade block as big as that, I'd want to get multiple offers unless it was an offer so good that I couldn't refuse it, you know? That's just the way that I am if uh, if I was going to trade away. Mahomes, which I would not trade away Mahomes. Uh, Bake said, would you rather have McLaurin, Boyd in the 2024 first or McLaurin, Higgins? Uh, McLaurin, Higgins. Oh, and a 2024 third. The McLaurin, Higgins third. Yeah, for sure. Upgrading fucking upgrading Boyd to Higgins. Like, that's huge. Yes. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan left through for 9,000 yards in college. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I don't put. Uh, that's why I don't put a lot of uh, a lot of emphasis on how good some guys did in college. Because yeah, like who knows if it's ever going to translate to the NFL the same way. I mean, that's why you have those breakout guys, right? Like they, they're like kind of they, they go in the third round. They weren't really like the fucking. They weren't really going crazy in college, but they get up in the system that works. Or you know, what I mean? you got the classic undraft. I mean, shit, Isaiah Pacheco. Ooh. Oh, I, I oh I saw this thing on uh, it was uh, Matt Harmon and someone else kind of going back and forth, and something like Matt Harmon posted something about uh, just some reception perception routes, and like some dude was like, "Man, this is what gives me like hope for Gabe Davis," and Matt Harmon's response was, "Year four guys aren't usually breaking out like that." Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Shit, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, the only case I could make for Gabe Davis is, like, using Matt Harmon's reception perception and <laughs> saying that he ran a route 100% of dropbacks. Like, there's got to be positive regression there. But the Because this the what, the thing that's been changing with Gabe Davis is his snap count. He, But it sucks when you see a third-year guy who's supposed to have a third-year breakout yeah. down there playing 100% of the snaps. And when he is on the field, he's he's running around on 100 percent of the dropbacks. Like, ain't good. And what up, stranger? He said Burrow style will uh, take a few extra sacks on third downs as long as we don't go out of field goal range. That's fine for extending the plays he makes. I mean, here's the thing though: when we were saying like the 600 pass attempts, right? Here's one thing I want to point out: is when the line is bad, that ball got to come out quick. You know what I'm saying? So it leads to running more plays, long, lengthier plays, like you know, like dissecting shit. You know what I mean? You yeah. can go down the, the, the if, if he can have more time to go down the field, bro. It's gonna, bro, you know what I mean? That's he's gonna take way less sacks because of the threat of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, just that whole left side, bro, is it's shirt up now, yeah. Like, this is insane. Can you imagine, like, man, like every probably every drop back last year, he's looking over his shoulders for the guys who are about to come hit him out of his blind side, and this year, now he's got one of the best left tackles 
I league. mean, like if if Joe Burrow is the MVP year, right? If, if this is his MVP year, because I'm gonna, bet, I'm gonna bet on it. Like, man, I mean, the yeah, writing with uh, Orlando Brown, right? So a couple, right? Of and then Orlando Brown should start calling himself the MVP maker for real, though. You Heck know? yeah! <laughs> I mean, shit was was he a part of that line when? It, when oh, oh shit, was he a part of that line when Lamar got it? Yeah, he was on the right side though, huh? Because they had Ronnie Stanley, or State, we had Ronnie, Ronnie yeah, yeah, Stanley. I can't remember which side he was on at the time. Because He was they, a right tackle first. And then, cause I, remember, I, I don't remember which year it was. I think it was 2020 when, when Ronnie Stanley, he got paid as a left tackle. He got paid that year. Then he tore his ACL. Then they moved. Yeah. They moved uh, Brown. Brown to the left. And then he played so well that when the next year, when Stanley came back, he was like, Fuck that. I want to be a left tackle. So then he said, trade me. And they did. You know what I mean? This is funny. Marty said, I hate to be the grammar police, but positive regression is just progression, bogey. No, <laughs> but see, I like I like sounding. Listen, it's a fantasy it's, term. It's yeah, because regression by definition is return to the return to the mean. So if yeah. you say regression, you could say negative regression, even. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, uh, it'll make me even sound dumber. <laughs> but I like saying it because people don't like that shit. <laughs> Come for me, grammar police. <laughs> You'll never catch me alive. <laughs> and uh, Bake said, Burrow and Chase are my foundational goal in any dynasty. Thank you, Bogey. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I mean, shout out to Bakes a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just a gambling motherfucker, bro. I ain't tripping. I got it. It's about the complete team, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I what I really didn't like is that I couldn't get CD Lamb in that in that deal. I was trying to get, and I took Mike Williams, and then like you know what I mean because I just lucky I like Mike Williams. But also I'm like fuck it, let's roll the dice. <laughs> I needed a QB so bad. I had Lance with no. I mean I had Lance, and then I I, I had uh, I had traded for Brock, right? And then Brock gets hurt, and I'm like okay, this is this is fucked up. And I have no Brady, and I only had Burrow. So then yeah. now I have Herbert. And Tua, and then you know the Lance Burrow. I mean the Lance uh, Brock combo. I felt all right. We're going to war. You know? Yeah. Same thing. I won. I won the championship in League Thirteen. I only had Josh Allen, Davis Mills, and Brady. So then now I was like, shit, I have nobody. So I take Josh Jacobs and Devin White, and then I was able to bring back Russ miraculously. Cause that's like, cause the guy needed a QB. I don't even know why he did that, but he did, ended up draft. He had like two high picks. Yeah. So he ended up drafting some QBs. So he was all right. But you know, I, I mean, it wasn't my concern after that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, cool. And I only have Russ and and uh, Josh Allen, but I'm like, fuck it, we're going to war. You know what I mean? Office says, who else is throwing the AZ QB tune in their taxi? AZ coaches said he has a chance to start week one. But we just heard yesterday that they said that Colt McCoy is expected to be the starter week one. Like, I don't – I mean, we'll see. I, mean, I think it's – Handle true. it. Throw him in a taxi. You know what I mean? Can, here's the one thing. It's a new system. So, it's everybody's game right now when you talk about who's going to start week one. But Colt McCoy, he's been around the block, bro. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna pick up terminology and understand schemes and and and, and all that shit and, and checks and, and and he's gonna be the guy that's gonna end up being the starter watch. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have Kyler Murray and if, if you feel like it, go hold on to that tune guy too or whatever. What's his name? Tune. That's hard. 
What if he asked to change his tune? What if he asked to change his tune? Though? Ooh, I see what you did. That was pretty good. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you know, they, they, they tune in <laughs> and see. <laughs> oh man, classic stuff. Oh, that shit was funny. All right, why don't we uh, let's smoke one more bowl and then we're gonna get up out of here. I'm gonna get this IDP uh, video posted. And, uh, oh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns, guys. We did uh, Half-Baked last week. Awesome episode. And uh, this week we're going to do Drop Dead Dead. I cannot wait. <laughs> and if you have a fire stick, I believe it's on 2B. The, uh, I believe it's free uh, there. Oh, no, what that was it called? 2B, T-U-B-I. One of the free, uh, one of the free ones. Yeah, it's crazy because before, like these ones existed. Man, Drop Dead Fred. It was like a DVD that was going for like over a hundred dollars. Damn, because like there was no stream. There was like streaming wasn't as big as it was, and all these other free apps. And they barely there. pressed them up. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> crazy how that worked. I mean that's still so crazy. I mean, drop dead first one of them ones though. Yeah, and now and now I'm sure. I think maybe they just pressed it more. This was like, early on the list too, right? I'm sure it was. Like oh, one yeah. of the ones that we said we should do. Oh yeah. Like fuck, I was like, you ever seen drop dead first? You're like, hell yeah. Like, oh okay, say less. <laughs> oh shit! See, it's still expensive. Fucking uh, uh, forty five bucks for the DVD. Yeah, damn. Uh, yeah, bro, we could have been slinging Drop Dead Frick uh, DVDs, bro. <laughs> if only we knew. <laughs> this is crazy. I didn't know the market for the Drop Dead Frick. You know what I mean? We're about to do a, a DVD on a Wednesdays, bro. The DVD break, box breaks. Man, yeah, DVDs are fucking, uh, they were fun. That was one of the most fun things that I ever sold. We, uh, we used to do the Storage Wars shit. And, uh, like one place that we went to to check out a locker, the locker was whack, but there was like someone who was there and he was like, Hey, I'm selling a bunch of stuff in, uh, in my, um, in my unit, come check it out. And, uh, we go in there and it's like this mountain of like DVDs and CDs is probably like as tall as me. And oh, it was nuts. And, uh, he was selling it for 500 bucks and, uh, we swooped it and, uh, it was nuts because there was probably like, I don't know, maybe like 1,500 DVDs, like something like that with Blu-rays like in the mix as well. And there's probably like 4,000 CDs and like shoes. He didn't pay his rent, right? <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, man, we were like uh, at the San Diego swap meet. We were like the hit for a couple weeks in a row because of all the DVDs and all the fucking CDs. Like we had like. What year was this? Uh, 2013, 2012, yeah, 2013, maybe, yeah, like 10 years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say because Blu rays were still popping too. Blu rays were really short lived, huh? Uh, I mean, they're still out. I mean, people, people like them. Okay, I didn't know that. I I didn't know they still make like joints. Yeah, (laughs) I was all digital now. Yeah, they still make them, and uh, there's still a market for the DVDs, just not as much. and any swap meet that you go to, if you have like hella DVDs, <laughs> like people will come and look at those shits. And uh, I mean, we were just selling them. I mean, shit, we, I mean, we figured just the DVDs. Like there was one 
sold for more than a dollar, but we had like 1500 of them. So even if we sold them all for a dollar, we still like tripled that 500 and then all the CDs were profit or like, however we looked at it. But, um, what was his range? He just had all kind of CDs or like, was uh, it like so if, if the CDs had a case, they were a dollar. If they didn't have a case, they oh, were I meant like genre. Oh, literally everything. Like, man, I mean, we, we had, there's like 4,000 like CDs. Like we had, there was like, I think like 20 binders, maybe 10 or 20 binders, like just full of them. And mm -hmm. uh, so people would just sit there and just look through all the CDs and shit. And uh, yeah, we did a three for a dollar on those CDs. They didn't have any cases though, no case. People were going nuts for it. Hell Yeah. Cause they try to collectors and shit. One of the first, uh, so it's funny. The reason why I knew that we had to buy this right away is, uh, the, the movie, the secret. So like, I looked at like everything, you like pulled the sheet off and like the very top movie was like the secret. I was like, Oh shit. I was like, yeah, we gotta buy this. Is that the Dre shit? No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's, it's the movie about, uh, um, the laws of attraction. Where I never seen that. You haven't? Oh, you sent me a link on YouTube before. Yeah, it's on uh, it's on Netflix, and yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's, it's all about the laws of attraction. I mean, because that's my life. That's how I live. Yeah, and uh, and then the first and then the first booklet that I opened of the CDs, <laughs> the first CD that was there was the Straight Out of Compton. I was like, uh, <laughs> I think this I think this is a good find. <laughs> and that's funny too because I did, didn't I just say something about Dre at first? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> laws of attraction <laughs> right before your eyes but yeah so that shit was uh, it was pretty fun but man i mean uh the swap the people who do the swap meet like fuck it's uh it's crazy because like we had a storage unit that was like two like maybe a mile away from the uh from the swap meet and we would just like rent a u-haul truck and you know load it all up but we'd be out there fucking loading it up you know, like two o'clock in the morning sometimes. <laughs> like the smart times that we did it is we loaded it up the night before and then like just went over there and drove. But uh, man, you got to get over there early as hell. You got to get over like five or five thirty, and like man, it's uh, I don't know. I swap me. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real yabo. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? like, it's, it's fucking trabajo for real. Motherfuckers got to get up and beat the early bird gets the worm, bro. In order to get the good spot too. You know what I'm saying? You get out there. Oh, no, you pay for your you pay for your spots. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? You know what? Else, <laughs> when I was I went one a couple times with my boy back in the days, right? He was slinging all kind of hats and, and shoes and shit. Mm -hmm. Fucking um, man, the motherfucking Chiro dudes, bruh. Right there when they dunking that shit fresh, bruh. Yeah, that shit goes so crazy. <laughs> you fuck with the Chiros? Yeah, for sure. And they had like the jelly filled ones too. Yeah, the uh, the swap meet that we go to out here, I mean, it's wild. It, it's fucking huge. It's like the biggest swap meet I've ever been to. And, like, it's a whole, like, experience. Like, they got the whole stage where the bands are all the time. Like, the churro yeah. spots, like, they have one of those, like, at each entrance, you know, and then there's one yeah. at the middle as well. Do they got the jelly-filled ones and the chocolate-filled ones? Nah, you know what? I haven't seen those. But mm. this swap meet is so big that, like, the places that like um, there, there's a spot where it's a big overhang where like a lot of the major like food vendors are. I mean, these guys, they got their whole kitchen like right there. And then like almost all of these spots has like spots where it's like almost like a restaurant. <coughs> oh, 
almost like a restaurant setup. Like, you know, they got the tables and everything like right there, like two for you to sit down. Sit. Yeah. So uh, get American money tax free. Well, That's crazy, know. right? I don't know about tax free. I wonder how much. Well, not it- all the way tax free. They're paying something, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, compared to Cali, fuck yeah. Oh yeah, I wonder how much it costs them to actually set up like out there. Because this, I mean, it's fucking huge. I mean, there's thousands. There's thousands. What is it? Is it like a fairground? Like, where where is it at? I mean, shit. It seems like a fairground, but it's like it's it. That's it though. Like, they, this doesn't get used for anything else except the swap meet, and it's every it's Friday, like, Saturday, and Sunday. In San Jose, they got uh, is a little part of San Jose called Berryessa, and then they have the Berryessa flea market, and that shit's hella fat. It's just literal, like, like hella joints of fucking uh, concrete. That's pretty much what it is. You know what I mean? Damn. And then people set up their own shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just set up your own. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they this- got some little buildings now. A little mixture of buildings and shit, but yeah, I'm curious how much it costs to set up because I, I mean, at the uh, the San Diego, I mean, ten years ago, so I'm sure prices have changed, but it was like I don't know, like ten or fifteen bucks for like the real cheap spots, and then it moved up to like sixty, eighty, a hundred for like the top top spots, like there where you got like the corners or and, you know, it's corner funny because I don't, so swap meet right, that's the SoCal thing, right? Because like I didn't. We, you know, I grew up, we always called, maybe it's because we're Filipino, it was always called flea market. You know what I mean? I guess it's just different parts of the country, right? But it's the same shit. You know what I mean? Like, I thought like, it was East Coast that was just on the flea markets. I didn't know it was Northern Cali. Also. That's what I said. Well, because, you know, well, I mean, a lot of East Coast is what makes the East Coast all the foreigners. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's probably what it was referred to back in, in other countries, I would assume. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe it's just, maybe it's a Mexican thing from uh, down south. Because I know that there's a bunch of fucking you know, Mexicans who are coming from SoCal or, you know, maybe even straight from Mexico to fucking Vegas. Who the hell knows? They just bypassed California. And because, uh, yeah, I mean, they're all called swap meets like around here, like here also. It's also a cultural thing, too. Like, it's the same thing. But like, you know, what I mean, like, like, um, you know, black folks, they, you know, they don't call it a flea market. You know what I mean, well, Derek just said, yeah, flea market's 10 minutes away from my house. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> in Jersey, though. It's funny because because the because the black folks I know too, they call the flea markets in San Jose. They call that shit the swap meet. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know what I mean. It's the same shit. And but, see, if I Google the place, you know whatever it is, if it says flea market, I'd probably call it a flea market. But all these ones that I'm going to, it does say swap meet. Like when you Google the place, I, I don't know if there's a if they differentiate, but like you know what I'm saying. I was yeah, the bank center it. right there. I said, "Yep, it's called swap meets here in Central Cali." Yeah, see, you know what I'm saying, and see, he's in he's in Central Cali. Where are you at, like Fresno or Bakeslot? He might where are you at, Bakersfield? <laughs> and that's where all the trees grow, though. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bakersfield. Not all of it, but there, there's there, 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 it's going down. Uh, yeah, he is in Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah. See, look at that. Look at Bakeslot. It's not just a clever name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, San Bernardino. That's where all the uh, I, I guess uh, Bakersfield's a little bit farther north. Bakes like you a Sagittarius. When's your birthday? Because you know what I'm saying that's some Sagittarius shit. Got got layers to it. Bakes like <laughs> he smokes a lot of weed. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, for and sure. then he's from Bakersfield, right? Mm, love weed. Love mm-hmm. weed. <laughs> <laughs>
You guys gonna miss you. You're, we're not talking about pastries now, are we? <laughs> Makes a lot. <laughs> As Stranger said, uh, where I grew up at in Ohio, uh, we consider a flea market a place where you can you can pay for used stuff, and a swap meet is where you might pay or where you might trade. Oh, okay. Oh, hence the name swap meet. Because <laughs> you're meeting and swapping things. Yeah, <laughs> but my mind immediately went to like, bro, I should sell Wagyu at the swap meet. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get this Wagyu from? Swap yeah, meat. and see, and even, and I don't, and I don't know, like, there, maybe some people will still like trade. I mean, that's probably like the 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 origin from it, and it was probably like that. But yeah, you go to a swap meet, trade now, dollars then, for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the only thing you're trading. American yeah. And uh, man, I swear, <laughs> is that this one, they got like everything. They got the whole, I mean, I know in a lot of these, they have like all the different ones, but like uh, the one in San Diego, like when I remember going, there was like maybe like two spots that had like video games, for example, you know, but they would have like video games of all the different kinds. I mean, at this one, like there's like four or five that have video games and you could go get literally any fucking console that you want, except for PS5. I mean, anything that's not brand new, you know. But like, it's fucking wild, man. Still can't get no mercy there, though. Uh, <clears throat> that's probably one of those games that they get and it sells right away, too. I mean, shit. You got that's one of those ones you just gotta buy online. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can search far and wide. You know, it's funny as I know a guy and he won't sell it. <laughs> it's, it's the one that we play with, like with all our characters. Like, it's still the same. I'm like, damn. Nobody wants to get it. Nobody wants yeah, to get it. Oh, man. Derek said they sell weed at the flea market, too. He said weed is trash, so don't buy it. <laughs> That's like when he's walking through. I used to buy uh, I used to buy some weed from the Jamaicans in, uh, in Central Park or whatever. But that shit ain't even weed half the time. I remember the <laughs> I first time. that shit no more. First time I went to Hawaii was me, uh, uh, with, with, with my girl, right? First time I mean, we, we already had our, our, our first child. And I think she was like three at the time. And... Uh, uh, so we go to the big, they got the giant swap meet in Honolulu, right? Yeah. And, it, you know, it's like, it's, I liken it to like a bazaar. Because okay. it's obviously outside and they have all the, like, the, the overhang things, but they're like tents. And okay. it's like countless little shops. You know what yeah. I mean? And then so like, it's dope because I got my, 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 my daughter a little, uh, like, hand-knitting, like, Hello Kitty, like, little side purse. Okay. Like, purse type shit, but like, that's been passed on all the way to like, you know what I mean, to, to Mimi now, you know what I mean, which is kind of tight. But anyways, so we're walking with this guy. I was like, you know, this, this, this psychedelic, like, uh, Hawaiian shirts, but it was like psychedelic shit. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. And, and, you know, and it was hidden. And of course, it was hidden because he's about to, you know, you could talk the prices down. And then right away, I was like, where's it at, man? It's a medicine. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he had some rope, bro. Nice. Yeah, for real. Like, consider, you know, it was some Hawaii shit, you know what I mean? But, like, considering, you know what I mean, like, I was like, oh shit, hell yeah. And you know, it was like 60 for a for a skateboard. But I was like, fuck it for the convenience of it while I'm here. And it was like the last day I was there. I you know what I mean? I probably had like a blunt's worth left of, of my tree. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Now I just blow, you know what I mean? And we weren't leaving until we always do red eyes. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, we're still gonna hit the beach again. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let me go get a bag of that. I was gonna buy a shirt. <laughs> I was like, it was like 90 bucks for a shirt. And then I'm like, what the fuck? 
but they were like you know super they were they were heavy all duty custom guys. and shit too yeah and it was like the, the you know, they're hawaiian shirts but they were like they're like tie-dye like psychedelic shit you know what i mean but okay. it was like stitching hella nice everywhere yeah but i was like i bet you i get one for like 60 bucks and when he told me to skateboard for 60 i was like i'll give you 40 he's like nah man I was like, I right, here's sixty. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not even gonna argue. Lady, seven dollars for a used Kenny Loggins CD. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you four. <laughs> or no, I'll give you five. No, you no, the autograph. Two hundred dollars on a bag of a stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. What last time? When did I go to Hawaii? Two thousand. 17, 17, 18, some shit like that. And fucking, uh, yeah, the weed that I got was, uh, it was a, uh, the, the only, I mean, I didn't know anybody out there other than my cousins and fucking, they they just fucking drink, man. Square asses don't smoke. Yeah, so they didn't know what's good or not. I mean, he, he, he connected me to someone and I mean, you know, but yeah. I, just, I always brought a tree to Hawaii, but, I, but the first couple of times I went, I never brought enough. So then I was just bring a zip with me every time, cause then like the law. By the time I started going again, the laws had changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, cause we went like the last time we went was 2019. I just brought a zip with me. Everybody had tree. It was it was a candlesticks wedding, and then like he, we got some a couple of neutral friends, right? And one of my, one of my man, uh, Primo, bro. Shout out to Primo if you're out there. But fucking Primo, you know he was out there, and so you know what I mean. I was like, oh, you know what I mean? It's about to go down, like he, cause he brings everything with him everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but it was like, I was just on my balconies burning all day. We were there for a week. I remember it was, uh, I remember uh, in fantasy, it was fucking, it was the Giants uh, Cowboys Monday night. And I remember I, I had a, a spot start. I had, it was a super flex. I had Dak and the spot start, I needed a receiver because it was a bye week. So for context, this is like like Octoberish, you know, what I mean? late late October. They were doing like the London games, like just during that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was a Monday nighter, and it was Cowboys, uh, Giants, and fucking I I, I spot started Randall Cobb. You know what I'm saying? Was it, yeah, and and yeah, and he I think he scored two touchdowns, but stacked with Dak. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was one of those like woo. It was like him or like Keelan Cole. Remember Keelan Cole was like Kyle Bowen? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was like, fuck that. Oh, so here's the origin. Okay, Bakes said I'm a Libre. He said, but you dubbed me uh, the name Bakes a lot last year during a live stream. He said, there should be more variation of Bong's names. Yeah. Yeah. And he, now said, what is, he said, so it is a Sagittarius name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely. That's funny. I did. Uh, that's tight. I definitely bakes a lot. Hell yeah. I mean, he, hey, hey bakes. He's from Cali. He knows about. He knows about yuck. You know, there's a there's a there's a smokes a lot already out there. You know what I mean? So you know, what I'm saying, why not sir bake? Why not, why not bakes a lot, man? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and my sure smokes a lot. You know, it's funny. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Clock's family. Clock's from Cali originally. <laughs> okay. I think he was born in Cali. Oh, no, no, no. He was born, actually. No, he said, not Washington? No, no. He, he was, because his family's from Bakersfield, right? Okay. But but, but uh, I'm trying to remember how his, he grew up on that island in Woodbury. In Wood, in, uh, it's called uh, Woodbury Island. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Uh -huh. It's like, yeah, but, oh, okay. No, now I remember. So he was born 
I think in Washington, but he but he was spending summers in Bakersfield, you know what I mean? Okay. Because he had family out there. Nice. But that's like his origin of being a Niner fan, you know what I mean? Yeah. There are Niners out there. You, I mean, when you're in Cali, you're like a Niner or Raider nine times out of ten. <sighs> then it's like, if you're from Diego, like, you know what I'm saying? You're, you know, nine times out of ten, you're like a Raider or a Charger, you know what I mean? Nah, not even that, because there's so many people. I mean, when you're young, maybe, but not uh, not as it gets older. You don't think that in Diego there's a lot of fans anymore? Well, no, there is, but uh, what I what I'm older. Saying, like, there's so many, there's so many people from like outside of like. Oh, that is a good point. California in general, because there's a lot of 49er fans <laughs> there too, because California team bandwagoners. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll be hating this shit. No, you know what though? It is pretty. It is pretty dope. Our away crowd in when we were in SoCal is it's always dope. Like when we play the Rams, it goes crazy. But the Rams just don't really got fans like that in LA. Period. Yeah. Poor Rams. They went and got them. Went to fucking Shanahan rip off Sean McVay. A son of a bitch. Office said, "Have flea markets in the south. You'll find some hella stylish mullets, guaranteed." Oh, for sure, man. For sure. For sure. Probably get some guns too. You get all kind of weaponry at the flea market growing up. When I used to go to flea market, I had all kind of like blow dart guns, you know what I'm saying? And fucking swords and fucking ninja stars and nunchucks and shit. Motherfucking so butterfly you see that, that South Park episode, right? Where they go to the they go to the flea market and they buy all the ninja fucking shit. Oh word? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know that I seen a clip on YouTube when they're the ninjas and shit. It's so funny, and it's the ninja someone, star. Someone gets hit with a ninja star, right? Was it say, yeah, that's an, it's the ninja star that where it all goes from bad to worse. And <laughs> <laughs> Kenny throws the ninja star, and it hits Butters right in the face, and <laughs> that's when everything changed. Man, I had like, it's a whole big like anime like crossover. So like when they're they're playing ninjas, and like every time they're like playing their game or whatever, it changes them to their anime characters and shit. And like, but as soon as Butters gets hit in the face, <laughs> it changes back to normal. And he, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bro, fucking uh, my cousin Adam, right? My little cousin. He's like uh, maybe like three years, maybe two years younger than me. And a shout out to him because when we were growing up, his grandpa used to all they lived across the street from me, so they would always take us to the flea market, right? Mm-hmm. And and my cousin Adam was hella spoiled. He'll buy my his grandpa buy me hella shit, right? <laughs> and like that was just dope because like you know, I'm about to play with all this shit too, you know what I mean? And like we had like football gear, like we we played like actual like football type of shit, but like, you know helmets and and so we put goggles on and like so I'm like hey because we're about to shoot each other with these blow darts, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I and like the first thing I hit him, he was right in the neck. <laughs> he's like, oh, and he pulled it out right away. And it was like just a little bit of blood, right? But I was like, oh shit! But I was hella far, though. You know what I mean? Good thing I was hella far, bro. Damn. Oh shit! And hey, Adam used to get it though, because Adam was like the one, like, like I remember, um, we, like, I had these brilliant ideas, like we had mopeds and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, his grandpa, like his grandpa used to collect hella shit, so he had hella mopeds, bro. So we ride, and we live in a cul de sac. Uh-huh. So we just ride around in the, in the cul-de-sac. We're, you know, we're like, you know what I'm saying, nine, ten years old type of shit. So he's like eight. And then um, he had, we had this little wagon. So I, I tied a wagon up to, to the fucking mocha. I said, hey, hop in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first time I hit, a, I hit a corner, right, you know, it starts to slide. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? He just eats it. And bro, my man, his here's the thing, is like he's my cousin. He's my second cousin because his 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 dad is my first cousin. So his grandpa is my uncle. You know what I mean? His okay. aunt is my is my mom's sister. That's it, you know what I mean? But like I said, my mom's before, like my mom's family's hella big, seven brothers, seven sisters. So you know what I mean? This this sister's like damn near 20 years older than my mom. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so like, you know what I mean? So you know, I grew up like Adam's like my my he's basically like my my my, my first cousin, you know what I mean? Because he's closer in age. But yo, I used to give him the business. We used to watch wrestling. I mean, let me try to do a power bomb on you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me hit you with a power bomb. Oh you know, man. Let me let me just fix your four leg lock on you. Ta. I was like, you gotta tap, bro. You gotta tap. He's like, ah, you don't know what to do. <laughs> then he grew up to be hella bigger than me. Ironically. <laughs> <laughs> and hella cool though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he used to fuck me up. <laughs> fuck you up now. <laughs> oh man. That's oh yeah, it's so tough on that wagon, but you had all these bandages on on the next day. I was like, damn, bro, my man. <laughs> we can't oh, we're sitting here trying to play video games, got these bandages on his hand and shit. <laughs> he had all this road rash because he fucking double that shit. I just saw him on the rear through the little side view mirror on the moped. I was like, oh shit. Damn. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll call him right now and laugh about that shit and be like, fuck <laughs> I used to talk him into hella shit, bro. Uh, this, one, this one time we were playing baseball in the joint, right? Knocked the ball. Hey, this is like some sandlot shit for real. <laughs> we're like, hey, Adam, come in to get the ball. And they were at the small ass dog, though, but the dog Ellen attacked him like shit, bro. We knew it, though. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that dog attacked everybody. He came out with that ball terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but he came out with the ball nonetheless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I put, you know what? I might have made him the man he is now. It's funny because he, he just had his fourth kid. And then I mean, when I hit him on the congratulations shit, I let him, man, congrats, bro. He's like, yeah, yeah, we tied now. <laughs> That's the first thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he was, he was crazy. He got married. 18 he had a kid and then the parents met him get married type of shit and i remember you know i'm here i am i'm like i'm like 19 turning 20 and i think i was out partying and he's like come to my wedding bro and i'm like fuck a wedding yeah. like i'm out here like grinding like i'm hustling doing some fuck shit i'm like dang he's getting married and have a kid but then it did, but then like it wasn't like an official wedding it was like some like you know what i mean so now he's actually married to somebody else and he has like other kids now too, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's crazy. Cause that motherfucker had to grow up hella quick. Like I, I ended up having the kids like two years later, you know what I'm saying? But like, like his, 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 his oldest just graduated high school. Yeah. Damn, that shit's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I know he's hella old. But yeah, let's go. <laughs> FNT. Yeah, we'll see you guys back in three hours for FNT. <coughs> Peace out. Ethan! On me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the boom.